Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring and motivating life-changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to The Prosperity Project. We live in a culture that's always ready for that Instagram moment. Perhaps you love to live your hashtag blessed life. But what happens if you're waiting for your success to appear in life? Everyone else is succeeding and you're thinking, when's it going to be my time? This podcast is just for you. So I think I've mentioned a couple of times on the podcast, actually, something quite remarkable has happened with my mindset in terms of content creation. Now, obviously, you get to watch maybe on the Mama Furfer channel this podcast or you listen every week. Thank you so much. We absolutely adore when people do that and leave comments and likes and little reviews. So thank you for always appreciating our work. But I installed this fantastic add-on. I've mentioned it on a couple of podcasts, actually. Well, I think it's made that much of an impact. It's really has. It really has made an impact. I wish life had this filter almost but it's a little chroma add-on it's from slow growth which is a company that's run by another youtuber and he was the director behind the minimalists and things like that so his whole philosophy is tools that will enable you to maybe focus on what your purpose is without getting distracted anyway long story short it's basically this plugin that as a youtube creator it hides all the metric and i'm meaning not just from your work from everyone else's so every time i go onto youtube I can't see how many likes or watches or subscribers anyone else has got. Now, obviously, I can turn it off. But when I added this, it's been over a month now, I think my relationship with YouTube's better. I think also I'm making better content because I'm not thinking about, oh, how many likes can I get or how can people find me? I'm genuinely kind of honing in on what content do I want to make rather than for some search algorithm or what I think people might want. So I've noticed that it's made a big difference to you. I think just because you're not always comparing to mm. either whether a video's yep. your best one yet or whether it's better than someone else's. Instead, and I think you were quite good actually not really comparing to yeah. others. Yeah. But also it means that you're avoiding just those random little bits of stats that might come up mm. and might make you think, oh, how do I compare? Or how do I compare to my previous performance? Yes, so yes. by removing all those things, all you can do is really concentrate on how well that video is received as far as comments or potentially actually you don't even see likes do you no you don't see anything it's just comments. I, don't, I just i just make yeah i allow comments but there's actually you can turn that off as well so you can get to a point where you're purely all about you being comfortable with delivering mm. the content beforehand and then what happens after the fact you don't get to see yeah, if you don't exactly. want to exactly that's quite and good I, and i think living and having a business even in the world we do right now if you remember when we were growing up in the 90s right there was no social media the most we had was msn messenger right you got to see when other people were online maybe if you what was the the chat aol thing? chat yeah there was aol chat as well i know we're showing our age but we live in a world now that everywhere is comparison Right? Even if you're not building a business and not using social media, you can see somebody else's, shall we say, popularity. You see people sharing their wins, their successes, their ideal life, you know, their highlight reel, if you know what I mean. And I think it's really easy to get stuck in, okay, everybody else is getting these highlights, these big breaks, these blessings, these miracles. What's wrong with me? I'm doing everything right. I'm, you know, I'm getting up at five o'clock in the morning, shall we say. I'm working out. Why haven't I got this, this, this and the next thing? I'm better than them or I'm just as good. And I 
suddenly remembered also another time in my life where I felt this as well. So this was um, I, in a kind of period of my life I was a cheerleading coach. I've talked about this, I think, in a couple of episodes. And what I haven't yet described is one of the things I didn't like about competitive dance, one of the reasons I think that led to me kind of stopping and moving on was the culture within it a little bit. Now, the nature of it, I did competitive cheerleading and hip-hop teams so competitions grading if you like against other people was part of it what I noticed was or I felt sorry was my perception was if you placed lower than certain teams they would talk to you so if you weren't a threat (laughs) but the moment that you got maybe you were second place or maybe sometimes you were top three and they were two or one you know you're getting tickle close to being a contender I noticed people change and I actually remember I'm not going to obviously name names but definitely in my local area there were certain teams that wouldn't like us automatically and they'd never spoken to me or my you know the people I was just simply because we were placing above or close you tend to be close to them let's just say they were just a smidge above but at the end of my cheerleading career and I suppose we were kind of the focus was to do as well as we could and wherever we placed that was it at the end of my career, I noticed that one minute they talked to me and then the moment that they, you know, they were nice and they were happy, we weren't a threat, the moment that we got good or, dare I say, it, better than them, the script changed. There was any excuse to not, you know, to not like us or be nasty to me or nasty to my teams and things like that. And that's human nature, right? I get that. Some people are triggered and that we still have opportunities for growth, shall we say. But my last competition, this couple of teams it always it always felt like they were ahead of us they always you know got the second or the third or the first place the last competition I ever did we won we beat these teams completely all divisions right and I can remember that moment of like we've made it we've done it and it was almost like you know when was it going to be our turn when was it going to be our reward and I think it came at such a season where it felt like, okay, we had achieved that goal, we'd ha- have made it, but now what? Now you've kind of set your tone of, well, this is the highest. I've got to keep achieving, right? You've got to always now place first and things like that. And I think in life, what struck me the most when I was prepping for this of how seasonal things are. So when we look at things and go, okay, well, I'm doing everything that they're doing. Why are they successful? Why is their business 10 times mine? Or why are they getting picked? I remembered that life has this up and down flow. I also think we fail to recognize the background behind anything. Mm. We don't recognize how long it's taken to get to a particular point or maybe someone's amount of work, the volume or the time that they spend is different to what we're doing. Mm -hmm. So of course, some people are in a position where they can get to somewhere faster than you, either because they started sooner or because they're putting in more time or because maybe they have more talent. Is there a miracle? (laughs) It, It could be their miracle. And we live under this illusion that everything should be equal. So if I decide I want to do something, then I should get it as quickly as it's, it looks like other people have got it. Absolutely. When we don't know everything behind the scenes. When you look at that Instagram photo of the person looking at their best, you see the photo. Yep. You think, oh, they're dressed really well and they're looking really good. Why can't I look like that? Mm. What you don't see is that they've sat there for an hour having (laughs) photo after photo with 
blinking and weird faces and the wind Sounds going like wrong. Sounds like my thumbnail photos. Exactly. <laughs> but you, you end up not noticing the work that's gone into it. Mm. The amount of time they've had to wait for the right lighting to get in place. The amount of weird shots where maybe, you know, imperfections in your body show up. We don't see all that. All we see is the, the one picture out of a thousand that were taken over the course of an hour. And that's our measurement of success. And we say to ourselves, well, how come when I take a photo, I don't look anything like that? <laughs> well, it's because you've not taken a thousand photos mm -mm. to find the one that mm, looks yep. the best. Yep. So we're measuring, as you mentioned, we're measuring against this highlight reel. People live in their blessed life, their best life. And you can never measure up against that when you're living your normal days, when you're living your life and not everything is a highlight. And so the first point I wanted to make a touch upon before you gave that insight, Matt, life is seasonal. This was the key thing that I kind of get. And it's definitely something that I've struggled with in the past, but I think the nature of having the experience of what I did before with cheerleading, I think it actually set me up quite well for being a content creator. I'd almost lived through a lot of emotions and a lot of um, maybe some flaws and characteristics in me that I needed to, you know, smooth out. And now I recognise that, talk about life is in seasons but there's there's a cycle for everything and as you said like we're catching maybe somebody's summer or somebody's winter almost rather than comparing it to your spring so what I mean is life just like the farming analogy there's times to plant seeds to nurture them but there's there's time needed to actually grow and develop right your summer could be a day it could be a month it could be years but then equally you can't have that harvest for your lifetime it can't always just be reap 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 you'll have nothing left so you need that winter that recovery period to then plant new things and something that really struck me the past couple of weeks i've been when we're out on our walks or chatting is I've had this sense that when I, you might get tempted to compare and see what other people are doing, that I'm reminded that sometimes I'm a secondary character. And I think I said that to you this week. I've had this real sense in my own journey. And what I mean is, I felt that I'm learning sometimes in life, I have goals or miracles or whatever I want to create, but God or whatever you want to call it as, is kind of saying to me, yes, but you need to be here right now. It's for somebody else now to get this in their life or develop. So kind of like remembering that I'm not the movie star, the main attraction, the world doesn't revolve around me. It's kind of like, right, Jennifer, you're here because I need you to help this person or I need actually this person to develop this skill, if you know what I mean. So there's this constant kind of almost like chess happening. That's it. And I think that, sometimes we don't recognize that we could be really good at what we do. We can do great things. We can create great things, mm. but we still might be the support act yeah. for someone else at a moment in time. Yes. But then at another moment in time, we could be the headliner. Yep. And also when you're talking about um, the seasonality and in, in a farmer's point of view, what we also forget, I think often, is that when we go through a summer and we have the crops and they're ready, at some point, our field maybe is not very big. Mm, yep. And what happens is our field grows, but we, we don't notice that. So when we're looking at when's my time, well, actually, you've probably had your time or you're right in the middle of your time right mm, now. Yep, yep. But because your ambitions grow, because your expectations change, because you want more, mm. then you're always looking at it with forward-looking eyes, yep. which means that you're always going to pale in comparison 
to where you'd like to be. Mm. We don't recognize that we've maybe changed careers. We've had pay rises. We've had opportunity come our way. And all of those things have been during what we would class as our time because we're looking at the job that we didn't get, the pay rise or promotion we didn't have, the extra time we spent at work when it wasn't recognized. We Mm. notice that and say, well, hold on, when am I going to get noticed? You forget that over the last five years, you've been noticed three times, (laughs) that you've had your time. Yep very beautifully Mm. we don't look back at anything and because of that we're looking at what's next what am i missing what have i not got Mm. and we miss that whole piece of gratitude Mm. amazing yeah absolutely and we've talked a couple of episodes back actually it's a real crack of an episode really enjoyed it it's all focused about medical creation rather than goals and a lot of you i know in the youtube comments really resonated with this and thank you those who shared their medical projects something has happened we were working on medicals together or you know separately but as part of the process you've actually ended up with quite a similar medical that's coming we're not going to share till it gets to the end of the, the time and when the byproducts come out of it but we've ended up working on similar medical projects right without discussing it really with each they're other they're in the same realms same ballpark, of stuff right and i was reminded of one of my favorite prosperity teachers she's still alive today he's called Catherine ponder i mentioned her many times and she has great books about the simplicity of prosperity and prosperity thinking and then action in your life one of the things she always says is when you see other people in your life getting what you think is the success that you want then actually it means that something even better is possible in your life so almost like you downplayed your goal and vision if they've managed to achieve it and you haven't then it's likely that that thing was not the right thing for you something better is going to come along so i remember one of my favorite teachers or inspirational teachers is a lady called Joyce Mayer so I think she's late they're all old women in a good way they've got wisdom and they've lasted a long time they're going to last for many years more she talks about when she was a lot younger just starting out in her ministry that she really 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 wanted a fur coat have you heard this story before Um, I've I've heard it in passing but I can't remember all of it right so the story is she really 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 wants this fur coat she was believing she'd written it down you know affirming all those kind of things and the time's going and a fur coat back then I should say I think it was in the 70s it was definitely not the taboo it is now a fur coat was a sign of stature right you had a fur coat you went to church on a Sunday with it very much a thing and next door she was or she, they lived beside a lady that she she didn't really like too much she always says that she loved them with the love of Christ you know it was just that far but all of a sudden the door knocked and so she put down what she was doing and the next door neighbour rushes in and goes oh would you believe it Joyce God answered me look 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 what I've got and she opens this box and it's a fur coat <laughs> and Joyce Mayer tells a story far better than I ever would but she's like she got my fur coat I'm way better than her how dare she how dare she right that's it and, and the whole scenario plays out that obviously Joyce looks back and goes well you know that was a really not important thing to ask for of all the things I could have asked for did I really need that fur coat probably not and actually something better came along as a result but that lady got my fur coat instead and so I think when we have visions and goals or dreams or miracles sometimes I know in my own life I've started to see other people getting the miracle that I think would have fit the box right and as Matt was talking there about work there's times in my corporate life where you've seen other people maybe less time in the business 
less qualified from our eyes, get the promotions, get the accolades, and you go, oh, you know, when's it my time? If I had been given that promotion or that accolade, if it, if it had been any other way than the way I had it, I don't think I'd be sitting here right now doing what I'm doing. It would have kept me in the corporate world or kept me down a path that wasn't right for me. But how many times have people decided to change their job because they've missed out on the promotion once or twice? Yes. Yep. And they decided, you know what, I clearly can't move here mm. because my face doesn't fit for whatever reason. I'm not someone that wants to stay all hours or I don't want to suck up to the yeah, boss in a particular yeah, exactly. way. So they decide to go somewhere else and it's the best move they've ever made because they get the pay increase, they get the recognition, maybe the company perks and benefits are better, yep, yep. and you end up with an altogether better situation. Or maybe you move companies and that's where you meet your partner for life, who Absolutely. knows? But a lot of people will miss out on things, and it's challenge and disappointment that often prompts change. Yep. It often yep. prompts you to look at other opportunities, other ways that you can explore moving forward in your own life, and by having those challenges, by having those missed opportunities as far as how you see them, actually uncovers the true opportunities that are meant for you. Mm. And and it needs those challenges for you to actually open your eyes a bit more than you either would because you can have just a narrow field of view. Mm. This promotion for this role yes, yeah. is the thing for me. And sometimes it is. But if it is, you'll probably get it. Mm. If you don't get it, then either you're not ready because otherwise the interview process would have gone well for you yep. or because it's not right for you and the next opportunity will come up. Absolutely. And I'm reminded that we're human beings, not human doers or achievers, right? The clues in the title. You're actually meant to enjoy what you have right now. You touched upon gratitude, right? The, the whole point is not so that you put yourself in a league table with everyone else, you know. I yeah, but that's what we do as, as people. How many yeah. people look around at the cars and the drives of mm, the others around mm. them and then decide that their vehicle has to somewhat match being Absolutely, keeping them. Yep, yep. If everyone's got a German car, then in all likelihood you now want a German car to make <laughs> sure that you're somewhat keeping up with everyone else. Even if you can't quite afford it, mm. you maybe go for a slightly lesser model or whatever, but you won't stand out on your own and say that you want to do things. You want to try and get the approval of others. You want to try to fit in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think the greatest lesson of the past couple of years has been us looking back and saying, what do we actually want? Like, you know, we haven't got flashy, really flashy cars outside, then that's okay. I think we've got our dream cars because, you know, they make me happy when I drive People them. People great cars for us and they're, they're wonderful. They, they do great things for us. I really enjoy driving my car. Yeah, you really enjoy I love driving, driving your my car. car as well. And the great thing is we're quite siloed in the way we look. Yeah. So we've got ambitions for other things that we'd like to have. Mm. But also because we're very much driven by having something in cash. Yes. That means that we, we aren't getting what we want now and paying four, five, six no, hundred pounds exactly. a month for it. We just refuse to do that. Mm. So we could have everything we wanted, but also actually I'm very happy mm. with the car I've got you if, if anything I'd throw another different car <laughs> on the drive just for fun yeah I know you've had a look on eBay I've seen what you've been picking um keep watch out for this <laughs> what, what might come out of this but um, I think the key point I want to make is we're human beings you can sense when the word being is said everything's meant to be done with peace and I think that's what I'm getting. I've really learned the past couple of months that the more at peace I am with every choice, and that can even be down to what I do in my days, if I've got peace about content I'm making or what we, how we structure our day or what I focus on, 
the more everything feels like it's just slotting in and feels right. And the next point I would say really is if you're on a personal development journey, and that's such a cliche, we're all growing and changing, that's the whole point of human life. I think naturally what happens is if you start any journey of wanting to figure out what's the meaning of life or what's the purpose of these kind of human nature questions, you quickly see that there's a a oneness about the world. So what I mean is there's actually a universal law that's called the law of oneness. And that's where, you know, you'll hear things like the universal mind or God talked about. And it's really as simple as we're all in this together. We're not meant to be individuals in a race. We're all meant to bring our own special sauce and our own special things. And as I talked about, you know, being a secondary character, it's kind of like getting to a stage where you can be selfless but you're selfless because you're just not thinking about yourself as much it doesn't mean you don't think about yourself and your priorities but some moments you're able to go okay it's not my turn right now I'm it's actually my time to lift up or to encourage or to help somebody else or some other group if anything we need to be a little bit more inwards looking Mm -hmm. The, the challenge we have is we always worry about when's it my turn when am I going to get what I deserve, what I want, because we're looking outside of ourselves. We're looking for what someone else is doing. We're looking for the world to provide it to us, Mm. to hand it to us on a plate, rather than looking at ourselves and saying, well, what do I have? Where am I in life? What have I had in the past? Making sure that you get in touch with gratitude and being comfortable with the fact that you have had a lot, you have had your time, but stop looking externally for what other people have and for also what you feel you deserve. Yes, that's huge. You don't get things handed on a plate to you. Now, miracles can happen. You can get good things, but rarely do you get anything by doing nothing. Mm, Very rarely. You need to be doing something. Mm. Um, Some people need to work harder than others. As I mentioned before, some people have a natural skill set. Some people get a little bit lucky, but rarely do you get something without actually putting some time and some effort in. Or um, even just the thought and intention, just as simple as, like that's yeah. still an action towards it. But yeah. the key is to focus on what can I do mm. to make my opportunities more apparent, mm. more abundant, more clear to me, and what can I do to bring them to fruition a little bit sooner? Mm. Because if we keep looking externally, we're not spending time on ourselves and with ourselves. Instead, we're just looking at what everyone else has And that's robbing us of our quality of life. It's Mm. making us compare ourselves, look at what's missing. And it it doesn't help your confidence. It doesn't help how you feel about yourself. If you constantly feel like everyone else is doing better than you, has more than you. The gratitude piece will remove an awful lot of that. Mm. If you're able to recognize all of what you've had, that really does ground you in, in feeling good, about what you've had to date Mm. and then the internal focus makes such a massive difference because then you're not running someone else's race (laughs) you're not living someone else's life you're not trying to do stuff because also if you're trying to keep up with someone else or try to overtake someone else you're losing focus on do you want that in the first place Mm, mm. like just because someone else has got this particular car or this particular career or this particular bank balance is that actually going to make a difference to you? Mm. You know, if you are in a situation where maybe your relationship with your partner or your kids aren't very good, mm-hmm. changing your car on the drive, Won't putting more money it. in the bank account, <laughs> it's not going to make any difference nope. at all. Nope. But yet, if we look externally, 
That's the solution to our problems. Wow, That's yep, the yep. wonderful things that we need. If I just had that beach body and a Ferrari, then my life would be great. Well, actually, maybe your problems, maybe your things that you need to tackle, the mm. areas that you need to spend your time, the places where it is your time, are nurturing the relationships around you maybe yeah. that's for you yeah. whereas for someone else maybe their relationships are good and their time is with the beach body or the ferrari who mm. knows but the key is if you focus internally then you can actually identify where your time is supposed to be spent to then feel the benefits and the prosperity from that time absolutely the third thing that came to my in mind as i was prepping for this was our human nature is to want to know when so the time, I think I find it remarkable actually, and I think it's since having children, how time obsessed we seem to be as we get older. So Sam, our youngest, he's learning about the clock and five minutes to him seems like a day. Like how many sleeps until this happens? Well, it's so many sleeps till this. Oh, how many sleeps until I'm six? Oh, it's this, oh, that's ages away. And time, I think as human nature is, we want to get a sense of control over it. So if I know that it's my time, that when is it coming, can I get it today? We feel a sense of security and, and almost being the God of our life, right? We know when it's coming, we've decided and we'd like it delivered now. And I think with faith or any journey that you're on, it's not a microwave option. You're not going to Tesco and putting in your order. Yes, I'd like um, this job and this career. Okay, right, put it in the microwave for three minutes. Ding, it's ready. Things take time and nurture and development is ultimately it will come down to when you're ready when you're ready and able to handle the thing that you want handle it well be a good steward of it do what you're meant to do with it that's when it'll arrive in your life and as i say like almost like that fur coat analogy like if if something better is meant in your way, maybe it's just the idea. Um, I think of like dream analysis, you know, when you have some crazy dreams and um, you might see, you know, like a bear, you've said some crazy dreams in the past. Like if there's a bear in your bathroom that maybe your mind's thinking about sometime you've struggled with somebody, it's not actually there's going to be a bear delivered. And I think about dreams and goals, like we get pictures in our mind and go, oh yeah, that'd be great. But actually maybe the picture you've got is because the picture you're meant to get is something kind of like that, only better. And I think that using your description of the microwave, with a microwave meal, you know what the volume is in mm. there, or the people that made it know exactly what the volume is, they know the ratio of all the different ingredients, and they know about the powers of microwave, so they know exactly what's required yep. to make it happen. Yep. You are not prepackaged to an exact science. <laughs> exactly. You have your previous baggage, you have your skills and abilities today, you have what you want in future. But the thing is, a microwave meal is going to be cooked in three and a half minutes. Yep. And if you put a curry in, you get a curry out. Well, what if you currently are a curry and you want a spaghetti bolognese? <laughs> well, a microwave is not going to solve that. Knowing the amount of time yes, yeah, isn't yeah. going to do that. You need to reevaluate where you are, and mm. you can't convert curry to spaghetti bolognese. But <laughs> you've got different ingredients. Oh, I love that. It's analogy. different ingredients, yeah, yeah. but at which point you have to start from scratch. Mm -hmm. And if you're having to start from scratch, that's not a three and a half minute process. Yep. That takes longer. And also, you might find that as you're trying to build this spaghetti bolognese, you've got the meat and you've got all the bits and pieces in there, but you've got no spaghetti in the cupboard. <laughs> maybe it's a bolognese pasta instead you've yep. got to have. Yep. Or maybe you've got to scrap that entirely and have it on some bread. Who knows? <laughs> but the point is that life isn't that you mm. are prepackaged in such a way that you know the exact science 
to make the next thing happen because the next thing might not be for you or it might take longer. You might be frozen rather than <laughs> fridge-based. I just saw the Disney song when you were... <laughs> <laughs> so because of that, because you don't know your mm. makeup at any moment in time, yeah, you can't magically say to yourself, right, I want this in this time frame. And you can look at someone else and say that they've got that in that time frame. But again, you don't know what their ingredients are. Mm. You don't know the life they've led before. You don't know the prep work that they may have done over the course of time or the life experience that has prepared yep. them without them doing anything. So because of that, you have to allow for, yes, you can work hard, but time is something you can't control. Mm. Mm. And all you can do is do the work. But also the most important piece is actually being flexible to know that sometimes, as you said, the result that you're looking for actually isn't for you mm. the result maybe is that you get down to a certain point and you find that there's a different direction you want to go there's a different outcome you want to aim for absolutely the final thing i would say here is matt touched upon it if you feel stuck in or when's it my time everyone else succeeding the last thing i would suggest is check your foundations so you kind of touched upon this in your ingredient analogy you took my microwave to a new dimension they never thought about that but if you feel like you are waiting you're doing what you're meant to do and still the thing isn't appearing in your life or what outcome you want go back to your foundation so you covered the prosperity equation a little bit so many episodes ago we discussed as a kind of thought process that prosperity is based on your gratitude for what you have plus generosity to other people with it that's how then you 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 feel more prosperous and your health your well-being your relationships and everything multiplies envy and jealousy of other people is not part of that equation in fact there's wisdom there's scriptures that say comparison will steal your joy it's as simple as that any goodness that you will feel about what you're achieving what gratitude you have in your life if the quickest way to get rid of it is to look at somebody else there's always someone that's doing better than you it doesn't make a difference how well you're doing in life unless you're um elon musk and there's someone richer than you there's someone <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be someone richer than elon musk in like a couple of years you're like you well, never know well, what but also remember he from a cash point of view mm. maybe isn't the richest person mm. but from a equity point of view yeah, and cu yeah. currently he is but he potentially doesn't have the same amount of available cash mm. to go and blow on things as other people do. Mm. So actually it's a different type of measure, but there's always someone that's driving a newer car or a faster version, or they've bought one of the little specs that you didn't get. <laughs> yep. There's always someone that's either slimmer than you, or if they're not slimmer, then maybe they can run further or run yes, faster yep. than you or lift heavier than you. There's always someone better than you. Mm. Uh, but that doesn't mean they're actually better. It mm. just means that in one specific area that you're measuring, yes, that yeah. they have greater skill sets or greater abilities or greater achievements or greater possessions. Mm. And because of that, comparing to other people will just sap everything you've got. Yes, if yeah. you go and buy a new car tomorrow to keep up with everyone else, I guarantee you over the course of the next six to 12 months, someone else around you will be on a newer car than you yeah. and potentially a better spec. You're always going to be outdone. Mm. There's always someone that is available. And if you look far enough, if you go outside of your street, then three streets down, there's someone with a way better car than you. <laughs> but who cares? If you're happy with your car, if you're grateful for your car, yes, if yep. you enjoy it, if it ticks the it needs that you It gets you about have, and works. That's all you can ask for. But if, even if you take it to another level and you say yep. it's got the functions and features, it gives you the status, it gives you the comfort, it makes you feel good. 
it it stops making you feel good the moment you see someone else mm. with something that you you want it comes down to the point where you are satisfied often with many things you have in your life yep. until you take a look somewhere else and you say, hold on a minute, I don't have that. I know. Yep, and exactly. suddenly then it recalibrates and then you feel inferior, you feel worse than when you were before, mm. even though what you have, you were happy with five minutes ago. Mm. I always think about the times when people are maybe um, halfway through their careers and you say to them, do you want this job? Do you happy with this job? And people are saying, no, I'd rather move up and onwards yeah. and everything else. But if you'd asked them 10 years ago, would you be happy with where you are now? They'd say, well, that would be a dream. <laughs> if I could earn that money, if I could have that exactly. life, it would be a dream. But we keep moving our own goalposts. Mm. And, and that's the thing. We fail to recognize that we've had our time on multiple occasions. Mm. And we will continue to have our time. But we need to look inwards to work out what we want our time to be mm. rather than always comparing to other people. Absolutely. I was reminded as well in a final thought, Matt was on Google Maps with Nathan, our oldest boy, a couple of days ago. And Google Maps has not been updated, I think, in the past eight years. I know this for a fact because... Well, it's I, a street view. It street was a street view, view of, our, of our road that we're on, right? And um, our road or our house was built probably eight, nine years ago. Nine, nine years, years ago. I think now. But this street view on Google didn't even have our house. It basically had a couple of homes down. And it got me, th I was prepping this podcast and I got thinking about the laying of foundations. I'm so thankful that the people who built our house nine years ago built the foundations in the right way, in a solid way. Because nine years later, we, we moved in not long after it was, you know, obviously built, the first people to own it. Nine years later, it's our home. It's We've got two boys in it. It's looked after us. It'll serve us well until the time is that we need to give it to some other family. But I'm thankful that they chose to build the foundations the right way. There's no cracks in the walls. There's no wobbling. And it got me thinking about my own foundations as I was thinking about this. That, the question of, oh, you know, when's it coming my way? When's it my time? I think it's built on foundations that aren't as solid and are not in your best favour. As you've talked about, like, it's external validation. The times that we give away our joy or our freedom or security to something physical in this world... You're already setting yourself up for failure. Well, you're also right? setting yourself up for that only satisfying briefly. Right. What's even, next? Even putting your faith in a, like another person and people in relationships, what they do is they project that they want that person to be the source of their love, their security. Everything is from within. So you can, in a heartbeat, change how you feel secure. If you want to be free, you know, to travel the world, you could do that right now. I have no doubt if you've got, you know, 100 or 200 pounds to your name, you could you could travel somewhere so you could start that off. And so everything is really within you. And so start to figure out if you've got questions or you're struggling in this way, check what the foundations are that are making you ask this question. I think it's just a, a question that comes as a byproduct. And to close up the podcast, I wanted to give you a bit of a challenge. You know I love a you challenge. You do have a challenge. It better <laughs> be a good challenge. challenge. Am well, I getting this challenge? <laughs> anyone can have this challenge. It's for, our, it's for my challenge as well. If there's a miracle that you've had in mind or a goal that you're believing for, that you want to achieve, that you're seeing maybe other people have already got it in the world or in your life around you, maybe it could be that promotion, that book you want to write, that number one single, I don't know what, or just lose weight or something like that. Is it your timing that you think it should happen? Or is it when it's the most prosperous time for you that you want it to happen? So two distinct time frames. 
Is it that you want it to happen when you think the circumstance feels right, aka probably as quick as it could, or would you rather shift it to when it's going to give you the most prosperity long term? And so with that, go back and ask yourself, check the foundations and the intentions of the thing that you want to create. I always say it's like the trifecta of good in the world. Is it going to be good for you, the people around you who love you, and then the world if you achieve this? If you tick all three boxes, then you're halfway there. It's going to have a good ripple effect. And the chances are you're probably going to make it happen in some way. And I really hope today's episode has meant something to you if you have got stuck in that syndrome of maybe looking around the Instagram, looking around the world and comparison and maybe it's taken some of your joy um, recently and I would just like to say, you know, I've certainly noticed a shift when I put barriers in place that stop me comparing myself from others. I'm not perfect by any means but I've noticed that my peace and my joy came back very, very quickly. And if you have enjoyed today's episode, we'd especially love if you're watching on the Mama Fur Fur channel, we can always find the, the video podcast version. Leave us a comment and let us know. We love reading your comments. If you're listening on an audio platform, Spotify, iTunes, you can leave us a five-star review or whatever honest review you'd like of the podcast as well. And be sure maybe to pass this one on to someone else. If they're maybe struggling in this way, just, you know, there's something that they're waiting for their time to come, maybe it would help them. As always, we've got over seven episodes that you can go back and listen to we'd love you to hang around why not listen to another episode next time you're walking or at the gym or something really fun like that we'd love to keep you going give you that that little bit of motivation with your life that you're designing so thank you so much for watching and listening to the podcast today we'll speak to you very soon